Welcome to the Die Hard Minute Podcast, a presentation by Movies by Minutes where we break down the 1988 John McTiernan movie Die Hard, one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkosh. And today we are covering Minute 106 of Die Hard, quite possibly the greatest Robert Davey Minute ever. I mentioned Robert Davey because he's the greatest actor of all time. We are joined by a special guest from ACPN, John J. Galbo. Good evening, Nakatomi. Yeah, that probably would have been a better minute, but you know, I'm sorry. Actually, I'm so actually, sorry. my first my first intro is going to be what you lied to me, Jeff. You told me this was going to be the Sandlot minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's basically the same thing. It's just another. Uh, it's a movie harkening back to your childhood. Your childhood was mostly about terrorists, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, terrorists and, and uh, potential beasts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this minute. Minute 106 begins with uh, Special Agent Johnson Which and one? ends with McLean talking to his old buddy Al. Yeah, Special Agent Johnson, uh, no relation to Special Agent Johnson. Um, just as a, uh, a programming note, he is listed in the credits as Special Agent Big Johnson, and the other guy <laughs> is known as Special Agent Little Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Which, I mean... Uh, not to uh, bring some other things into it, but uh, maybe there's a better way to differentiate which guy is which. You could say that Mom, this... Mama Fratelli's son. Uh, yeah, listen. Oh, we were definitely getting to that. Because <laughs> to me, I mean, I see his face and that's all I can see is him singing opera in the car. Yeah. <laughs> and just him and Chunk sitting in front of him starting to yell back at him. That or when they're trying, when he's telling the, when Chunk's telling the story and he's like, <laughs> I like this kid. Oh yeah, he's always going to be part of the Fratelli's for me. Do you, do you uh, place him in any other movies? Where you think oh of him? God. I know I've seen him a million times. Oh, he, he's in everything. He, he's been a bit, yeah. he's been he, the heavy in more movies than you can remember. Wasn't he like the the good guy in main, one of the Maniac Cop movies? Maybe the first one. The the the, the problem is he has 145 credits. So according to this, he is most known for Die Hard, License to Kill. Oh, he was the bad guy in License to Kill. In one of the oh, uh, that's right. Uh, the Goonies and Profiler. Which is a show that ran for five years that I have never heard of until this moment. Yeah, I feel like I thought he was in. Oh, uh, you know who I'm confusing with another guy. I, thought, I was going to say he was uh, in Wishmaster, but I think that was somebody else. Oh, you're thinking of uh, the main guy? Yeah, has has a similar name. I, I'm blanking off the top of my head. Oh yeah, here we go again. Not being able to come up with somebody's name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one thing at a time. I'm trying to look up uh, which maniac cop oh, uh, Robert Davy was in. Oh God, his 1980s movie lineup is just like a. Hey, you watched movies in the 80s or TV shows? We got uh, okay. Dynasty, Hill Street Blues, St. Elsewhere, uh, Heart to he Heart, TJ Maniac? Hooker. That's he, where I know him from. All the shows my mother used to watch. Fall Guy, A-Team. Okay. <laughs> I, I found it. I found it. It's Maniac Cop 3, Badge of Silence. I like that you've seen Maniac Cop 3. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You made it that far. Oh, wait. Huh? He was in Maniac Cop 2 also. <laughs> oh, well, thank God. That makes it much was better. He in one? Yeah, he also not. I don't see that he was in one. Yeah, Hunter, Equalizer, and then he started being bad guys. Yeah, right here. F- Die Hard, 1988, FBI Special Agent Big Johnson. That's amazing. <laughs> he was also Captain Phil in Predator 2. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I, do, I don't remember him. That that movie is, is forgettable, to be honest. And up until, like, the last, like, I remember Gary Busey. Minutes. <laughs> yeah, Gar- well, I would say that movie's good from the point where Gary Busey's killed till the end. Uh, wasn't that Danny Glover, too? Wasn't yeah. Danny Glover in that? But he was, he was getting too old for that uh, nonsense. Here's another, you know what? Here's a movie I remember him from. Showgirls, 1995. He plays Al Torres. <laughs> I remember Showgirls. He works at the yeah. strip club. He's the boss at the strip club. 
I do remember him from Showgirls. Of course you do. <laughs> okay, FYI, I, I looked up Wishmaster. Andrew Devoff. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking uh, of. They, they don't, yeah, they, they kind of look a little similar. A little bit. Andrew Devoff, to, to, for me, he has such a, um, a menacing voice to him. Was he? Because I believe he was the bad guy in Toy Soldiers. Man, we're getting way off it now. We're all over the place. <laughs> Andrew Devoff Menace. The Andrew Devoff Minute. Yeah, I went through. He's uh, he's doing the same type of stuff now he was doing, you know, 20 years ago. Basically, it looks like a lot of, uh, I'm guessing these are straight to Netflix type movies. Yeah. He was in The Expendables 3. So uh, 35 years from now, I'll run into him on my other podcast, Slycast. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely going to be about 35 years yeah, soon, right? Be quiet. <laughs> He's got about seven things in post-production right now. This guy has quite a thing going on here. Also, it's good to know he's got a wedding ring on. So uh, This guy's married, so I'm sure things will work out for him, though. So if uh, you're joining us from last week, uh, they they had a list of demands from Hans that he wanted. He wanted a bunch of people released, and he also wanted a helicopter to come in and, and take them out of there. Yeah. So Special Agent Johnson lets him know that he's getting his helicopter, and Hans is uh, very appreciative of that and thanks him for it. Yeah. And then uh, both of our leading men in this minute <laughs> both feel like they're the smartest guy in the room. And Special Agent Johnson lets us know, don't worry, he'll be in a body bag before he knows what happens. I think uh, he falls into the trope of the the awful FBI man, which uh, has shown up in many movies. Right. I'm smarter uh, like, than everybody else. Overconfident yeah. and like yeah. pushing the locals around like, ah, maybe we'll let you know what we're going to do with your men. Yeah. <laughs> Marshall Bell and Airheads. Just go stand over there. Yeah. Don't worry. Let the pros handle this. And unfortunately for him, Hans has a very similar plan of uh, we're going to blow up the roof and they'll spend a month <laughs> sifting through the remains trying to figure out what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Hans has a better plan. Sounds like the more solid. Yeah. I also enjoy that for no particular reason. I guess just so we have somebody to talk to that Argyle's in the background of this. Not, I'm sorry, not Argyle. You mean not Theo. Argyle. Theo. Theo. I was looking Theo. at Argyle's name in IMDb yeah. because he has the greatest. <laughs> I'm looking at your name because your name's Argyle's in it. This thing. <laughs> Losing, or what? Oh, it was. Losing my mind. That's what it is. It's been, it's been one of yeah. those kind of nights. Yeah. So I, I think that's Theo's only job is to be there is for him to be like, uh, well, we're just going to have Alan Rickman sit there and do this line. He's going to look like an insane person. He's talking to nobody. <laughs> like, no, no, no. We'll, we'll have him. We'll have him talk to, uh, hey, who's around? Is, uh, <laughs> is, uh, Alexander Gudinoff around? No, he's not around. Theo, yeah. go home. Theo, yet. Theo, get back here. <laughs> Theo, get back here. <laughs> Earn your pay. All you're doing is operating that, that yeah. drill. That, yeah, that drill. That and uh, occasionally yelling at your computer screen. And then we, we get a <laughs> lovely shot of Bruce Willis's feet. <laughs> Um, my note is, there's a lot of blood on that floor. What does the newspaper say? Um, I saw the Southern California guy delivering your heating Yeah, that's one of us. <laughs> I see that. The other one is, this test, they something their money yeah, into their transmission. One. It's a transmission ad. Oh, it's a yeah. Meineke ad. Oh, it's a Meineke ad, yeah. I'm not going to pay a lot for this muffler. <laughs> yeah, so it's like he's got all the advertisements out. I wonder if they did that on purpose. Like, don't put any news out there, it'll date us. It looks like in the corner he had a bunch of oh, those napkins sitting over there, but it doesn't look like yeah, he used yeah. them for anything except for like let's splatter some blood on them and throw them on the floor. Like I feel like I would have tried to put them against my foot, <laughs> maybe. It definitely doesn't look like you wiped anything yeah. with it at all. You're right. Um, this is a time, so this is '88. You didn't see a lot of your big action heroes get injured, actually injured, not like uh, not like Sylvester Stallone. You know, I got a slight no. knife wound to my arm type thing. Or the <laughs> the Arnold Schwarzenegger commando where I think he gets – he does get hurt at some point. I think he gets stabbed or something, but that's after he's killed like 150 people. 
This is an interesting injury, too. Like, they came up with this. It's really weird. Like, they didn't shoot him in the arm well, or something. Like and this is a very visceral injury that someone can relate to. Because chances are you've never yeah. been shot. You've probably never been stabbed or all the other weird – you've never been, like, right. thrown off a building. You've stepped on you've something, stepped though, on at something. some point. It's, or you've tried to pick up glass. <laughs> no doubt. So yeah. the thought of having glass in your foot, people can feel that pain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they've been setting this up since the, since the beginning of this movie. And make, I f- make feet with your feet. Fi- yeah. Make fists with your feet. And I feel like that they're speaking levels with this in the sense that, you know, cop, flat foot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they definitely slow walk you into the, the foot trauma that happened earlier a couple weeks ago. Because they start out with the make fists with your feet, which is a great excuse to have him take his shoes off. And you don't think anything about it. Even when he first gets away, you're like, well, I mean, if you even notice that he doesn't have shoes on, you're like, well, that's weird. Um, our earlier minutes, uh, you know, <laughs> a couple months ago, we had the minutes where he kills the first terrorist and tries to take his shoes and they're too small. And at that point, it just seemed, it seems like a throwaway line of just like to make a joke about how small the guy's feet are. He found the one terrorist who had feet the yeah. size of his sisters. <laughs> and then by the time you realize that the foot thing isn't going to become an issue, I don't think you know that until that scene happens. You know, until yeah. the, the shoot the glass. And then you realize like, oh, <laughs> I get it. Now I know why he hasn't had shoes on for yeah. an hour. <laughs> and he really sells it in the scene when he goes, he puts all his weight on his one foot and then tries to step. Yeah. yeah. yeah it looks painful. It does look painful. Also, it's nice that he has um, – he's now rocking the shirtless look because he's taken off his, his bloody shirt. Um, he has a – I'm a pretty well-in-shape cop body. Not like the, the hey, I'm Ryan Gosling with 2% body fat. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was also – it was like the peak of his career. I mean, he was doing Moonlighting with Civil Shepherd. He was in uh, Blind Date with Kim Basinger. So he was like – the, the heart throb well, he of was, that time. He was TV famous right now. He was I'm on Moonlighting famous, which is different than TV yeah, famous like TV now. famous now is you can be a huge star. Back <laughs> then it was like yeah, you're famous, but you're TV famous and like normal TV famous, not even like Bill Cosby TV famous. I mean, not the way he's famous now. The way he was famous then. <laughs> uh, yeah, nobody yeah, wants to be famous then, like this. This was now. his. This was his coming out party. But like, I feel like now, if you're going to have your leading man with his shirt off, like before you do that, you're like, well, listen, you need to go on a regimen. You know, you're going to eat like five yeah. chickens a day, no food, no uh, no fats, and you're going to have to work out all the time. Like, listen, that's not how people look. <laughs> right. Get hel- you know, get in shape, or we're going to yeah. stab your feet. <laughs> or you won't have to worry about it. There will be no uh, no special effects. Yeah, so he's having a rough time. He's he's gonna call his buddy Al. Can I say something? I know I know this is 1988, but the the guy in the background where Al's talking doesn't he look a little bit like Will Arnett? So you think he looks like Will Arnett? I I thought he looked like the guy that just passed away, and I can't remember his name now. I feel bad. Guy who just passed oh, away. Oh God! He, there, he, there was a bunch he of owned a, he was on a radio show. <laughs> Jerry Lewis. Not Jerry Lewis. Oh, Jay, Jay Thomas. Thomas. Thank you. I thought he looked like yeah, J- I see. a little bit. I see uh, Ray Romano's brother from Everybody Loves Raymond. Who? <laughs> the <laughs> brother looked like But they, but they cut his legs off. <laughs> yeah, the brother. But only they cut his legs off. So yeah, he's only sitting down. He's just... I was going to say, isn't he like 6'10"? <laughs> yeah, that guy's, guy's huge. <laughs> I mean, I thought, uh, when I first glanced at him, I thought it was him so much, I looked it up. <laughs> really? Uh, spoiler alert, it's not him. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not Jay Thomas. It, it, yeah, it is not Jay Thomas. It is not Brad Garrett, <laughs> and likely not it, Will Arnett because he was probably what? Yeah, like it's not Will Arnett. It's a lot of people that it's not. However, it is Carl Winslow. 
Yes, it is. AKA Reginald Bell Johnson. The man who, for some, from, for some odd reason, always typecast as the yes. policeman. Well, he's in this. Uh, was it Ghostbusters or Ghostbusters 2 where he's the cop? Yes. Go- Ghostbusters 1. He's the, the cop who lets him out of the prison. Uh, so they can go see Lenny. That's right. Yes. I was about to ask if there was a Ghostbusters minute, and I'm like, duh, they're probably... Oh, there sure is. They're done. Yeah, they're done. I already listened to that one. Yeah, so did I. (laughs) They're finished. They only did the first one, though. They didn't do part two. They did part two on Patreon. Oh, did they? Well, that's why I didn't hear it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I didn't pay for it. Uh, also, if you look at uh, Reginald L. Johnson there, he has perhaps the cheapest watch on I've ever seen. Right. Yeah, if, uh, it looks like a watch that you know your kid gives you for Christmas that was nine ninety five. It's a Casio. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even a Casio. It's like a knockoff Casio. It's a Lassio. It's a Casio with a K. <laughs> uh, a Crasio. <laughs> um, I don't remember uh, looking at the the McLean scenes. There's the stuff written on the glass. Did he write that, or has that just been up there? I, don't know, I think it's been up there. I think it's like measurements for I the thought, um, like sheet rock. I thought so too, but then I was like, "Yeah, that's what it I was afraid like. to say that because I hadn't watched the whole movie today." And I'm like, "Man, if I say that that just looks like it's construction stuff, they're gonna be like, oh, no, he was actually writing down how many terrorists there were.' You idiot! Right? Well, that could definitely happen because you know it's been a while since I've seen the entire movie, not minute by minute. So yeah, well, <laughs> I'm glad we all researched that heavily. I'm like, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I believe it looks like it looks like. Construction. Sorry, I was I uh, was torn away by Bruce Willis's sweaty chest. <laughs> his half pack. You know, if it was nowadays too, he would be hairless. They would have shaved his chest. Like, yeah, we're gonna shave this, buddy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he would have like sixteen yeah. abs. Yeah. If he did, and if he couldn't yeah. get the abs, they'd be like, "Well, I didn't post. Don't worry about it." <laughs> yeah, we'll just yeah. put him in. CGI. Well, well, <laughs> what, what was great? We'll, we'll have him. We'll spray paint green all over yeah. his stomach. Well, but I mean, if you look at him now, when he's doing like the last two Die Hard movies, he's all swole up. He's like fifty pounds, and it's not all like he's just trying to be like big and muscular. And you're like, uh, that's not what your guy was. Well, HGH would do that. <laughs> Who would do that? Just all those guys. Um, this is basically not not the first time in the film, but I think this is the point of the film where he starts to think that he's not going to get out of this building. Yeah, he's getting a little worried like, here. Things have not gone as planned. I think he felt like he was in control a little bit until the whole glass shooting incident. It doesn't seem as tough when his voice starts to crack and break like he's going to cry yeah, at that point. Either. Not in a great place. <laughs> We're not going to get to the no. whole thing today, but he is, I mean, he gets to the very end and says, basically says, please tell my wife. Please tell my wife. Very nice. <laughs> oh, see, look at that. We found another person. Yeah. Um, great success. So... What do you think he's going to tell his wife? He loves her. Oh, I, I was going to say that, too. <laughs> Please tell my wife I've been cheating on her tell for four years wife. and I never loved her. <laughs> tell my wife I said hello. Tell my wife John has a long mustache. She'll understand what it means. It's, it's one of our coded phrases. <laughs> yeah. Is that the safe word? Sea cucumber. Sea cucumber. That's a, that's a terrifying secret well, word. Rick and Morty reference. <laughs> well, it's not something you're going to yell at for Maybe no it's something reason, you're so. not going to yell at. I yell it at three times a week. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. a cucumber. Yeah. It's a Rick and Morty reference. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do a, we'll do a quick a minute recap here. We got a Special Agent Johnson v. Hans. Uh, I'd have to give the uh, that battle to Hans. I mean, uh, Robert Davies doing his best to be cool and in charge, but you're not going to out-cool or out-in-charge Alan Rickman at any point in your life. I mean, even in goofy movies like Dogma, where he's kind of acting a little against type, he always seems like 
he's the smartest, most in control person in the room. Yeah, he definitely he's, does. He's Alan Rickman. They said that's it. that's how they got Jay from uh, Jay and Silent Bob to remember the entire script because they told him Alan Rickman was a good actor and they didn't want to make him mad. Yeah, they told him, <laughs> "Yeah, this isn't Ben Affleck. This is Alan Rickman." He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, he's like the Galaxy Quest guy. They said he he didn't want to make a yeah, man, so he memorized they said, the entire script. You got to understand, he's British. <laughs> they invented acting. You know what still astounds me is the fact that they want that Kevin Smith wanted him to voice Leonardo Leonardo in the oh, Clerks well played Clerks, and they, they they were like ABC was like, no, he's too scary. <laughs> yeah. Oh really? That was a missed opportunity. To be fair, he is pretty scary. <laughs> True. You go from scary Alan Rickman to scary bloody foot a message. to scared John McClane. Ernest scared stupid. Wow. All right. uh, I don't have too much to add. This is definitely a not a filler minute, but this is this is the calming down minute from the craziness that's been going on in the previous weeks. Well, this is your second. This, this is, is the, the time in the theater where you're like trying to settle down from what happened. And be like, all right, he's okay. You know, okay. The only piece of plot movement you really get here is finding out the helicopters are coming. Right. This is the part on the AMC app where <laughs> Run P comes into play. Well, I'm glad you were here for the Run P minute, uh, John. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the, your next podcast. <laughs> is every every moment in every movie uh, on Run P? <laughs> I think it's not Run P. Its own app. Shoot, my uh, phone died. Your phone died. How will you ever call your buddy uh, Al Pal then? No, tell my wife. Oh. Very, very yeah, nice. He said, "Tell her that," I, and then it cuts off. So join. <laughs> that would be that would be the, the reboot of Die Hard. <laughs> uh, again, Die Hard's another movie that would be you would have to explain away cell phones in this movie. Like, uh, okay, so why isn't everybody just calling on a cell phone to say what happens? <laughs> they put a block. I mean, uh, that's the way that they always get around it. Of like, oh, there's a blocker, and then there'd be a scene where he would try to take out the blocker, or he would try to get up on the roof. Everyone's everyone in this movie is using Sprint. <laughs> everyone has a poor data network. I can only get 3G! <laughs> they have the plan from Sprint where their their broadband is throttled. Alright, I do not have anything else for this die-hard minute. What about you, Chris? No, I don't have Alright, special guest John? I, I can just think of this is Alan Rickman. <laughs> Please leave a message. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, seeing nothing else, we will press on to the end of the show. Why don't you make sure... Swing by over at our other podcast. We do the Burbs Minute, which is all complete. You can listen to all 99 episodes. You can swing over to Jane Silent Bob Minute, which is on DuelingGenre.com, and listen to us over there. Break down all of Kevin Smith's movies, or at least the first third of them. Uh, we do them one minute at a time. We are currently doing Clerks. We're probably about halfway through it at this point. Uh, go over to... Uh, yeah. I heard that's a good show. It's a quality show. Sometimes we have quality guests like John Jay on there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> maybe. Well, maybe. at this we'll point, see. it was probably uh, four <laughs> months ago, at least, when he was on air. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> uh, go over to Twitter. Uh, you can check out at Die Hard Minute on the Facebook Die Hard with a podcast listeners limo. That's the, the listeners group. You can go to DieHardMinute.com. Make sure you go over to MoviesByMinutes.com and check out all the Movies by Minutes that are there. And, uh, John, why don't you tell the fine people where they could catch you at? Uh, the fine people could find fine quality podcasting at findtheactn.com. All of your fine quality, fine podcasts. Yeah, go over there. Fine stuff. Check out his stuff. Go to <laughs> iTunes. Give five-star reviews. Jay and Silent Bob and Burbs Minute and Die Hard Minute and all the other Minute podcasts and all the ACPN stuff. Do what you got to do. And uh, yippee-ki-yay, melon farmers.
Tell me you got that. I got it, I got it. Hit your heart on Channel 5. 